So in the last episode, I talked about what happens when um, an anxiously attached person begins dating a securely attached person, and I lined out that I outlined that for you guys. And I go for this episode, I'll flip it on its head and we'll do what happens when an anxiously attached person dates another anxiously attached person. I actually have two examples for this and I think it's good to paint both pictures because in example number one, it's right after I began learning about anxious attachment and I didn't handle it well. I did not handle um, my interactions with this person well and then my second example it comes later when I've got a better understanding and I'm in a much better place it'll be interesting to show you guys how I dealt with both of those different um those bif- different people so when I learned about anxious attachment originally which was at the end of 2019 I had figured to myself that if me, an anxiously attached attached person, if I dated somebody who was anxiously attached, then surely we would be fine. We'd understand each other. He'll have similar needs to me. And, you know, birds of a feather, we would just be happily flocking together, right? And that's that's not what happened. I don't, logically, I guess that, I, I don't know why I thought that made sense. Like, just like attracting like, I don't know. I thought it made sense and just by chance a few months later I matched with someone on Tinder and I am going to call him Thomas for the sake of this episode. When I matched with him I remember our conversation was um, pretty normal you know that regular just sort of getting to know each other type stuff but it was very consistent like it was all day one o'clock just messaging non-stop and after a while, like literally after maybe two or three days, I felt like, okay, this is a bit much. A, a lot's happening right now. Like he wanted to know what I was doing all the time. Like just constantly asking me what I'm doing. You know, it, it went past the point of having actual conversation. It was just one of those, what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. I would tell him that I'm at work and he wanted a picture of me at work. And like it wasn't creepy it was just coming off as just way too much too soon and I remember the first time he asked me on a date I was like I made up a lie I said I was busy I had I wasn't busy I had nothing I was doing but I didn't feel comfortable going out with him yet and I didn't feel comfortable telling him that right so I just lied and I told him that I had plans um some more time passed again this constant run the clock I mean, any time the conversation went dead, for even 10 minutes, 15 minutes, he was right there again with another message. Just even if it was, what are you doing? Drove me insane. It was coming at me nonstop. He wanted to talk to me all the time. And I am just like, no, I can't do this. How do I make this stop? How do I get this person out of my life? But anyway, I kept talking to him and he asked me on a date a second time. Um, and I agreed this time because I felt bad about lying the first time around. And here we are, second time around, I still don't want to go on this date with him. But I'm not comfortable with telling him that I don't want to go on this date with him. So I agreed and I thought, well, I'll just lie and figure out something, you know, closer to when the time comes. And the date that he wanted to go on was a spa date. A spa date sounds great if we were an actual couple or if this was maybe date number seven or eight or something. 
But a spa date on a first date, I'm not okay with that. I wasn't okay doing that. I felt like that was way too intimate, way, just, just too damn much, to be honest. So we've got this spa date impending and here he is again, still just non-stop texting me, non-stop texting me. And I just spent literally all day, every day thinking, how do I get this person out of my life without hurting their feelings? How do I tell him I, I don't like this? I, I just want it to stop. Because he was sweet. He was very sweet. And I guess maybe even a bit of a romantic, right? But I just did not like it. I <laughs> Even now, it's, I'm just thinking back to it. And the only way that I can describe it was that I needed it to stop. It was so much coming at me. And I couldn't properly put into words how I felt. I just knew that I needed it to stop. It was way too much for me. And I remember him just sort of like planning out on things that we were going to do. And I'm like, well, damn, we're not even had this first date yet. Like, what are you, what are you planning? What, what are you saying right now? And eventually we got to the weekend because we were going to see each other on a Saturday. Um, and on the Friday, I can't remember the exact message that he sent me, but on Friday I woke up and I saw the message and I just blocked him. I blocked him. I felt so bad. No, I'm lying. I didn't block him. I deleted him because I had him on Snapchat. This was back in my early dating updates where I didn't feel comfortable giving up my number. So I had him on Snapchat. And I thought on Snapchat, once you delete someone, they couldn't message you anymore. So I deleted him. And literally within minutes of me deleting him, he popped up with a message. And now that sends me into more panic because I'm thinking, how the hell could he still message me? So I go into my settings and I realize what's happened and I change it so that only my friends can message me. And this time I block him. This was early morning. I was getting ready to go work. I had was like halfway to work and I got a message, a friend request, sorry, on Snapchat from him. The request came through and I just blocked it. Shortly after that, another request came through on Snapchat from a different account, but I assumed it was him sending me this request and a third one came through as well. And it's all within minutes. Now, by this point, I am going into straight overthinker mode. I am like, I have this crazy person on my hand. Like I, my mind went to this man is like a serial killer stalk or something. And he knew, like, he didn't know where my exact job was, but he didn't know the general area where I worked. Now, mind you, he lived in Leeds, and I, I live in Manchester, so, you know, two separate cities, but an hour away. But I still kept thinking, like, oh my god, what if he is outside of my job waiting for me? So people in Manchester, if you listen to this, I'm from Manchester, or if you're familiar with Manchester, at that time, I was working in spinning fields. He knew I worked in spinning fields. Spinning fields is not that big. If he wanted to, he could have just hung around at five o'clock and he could have easily found me coming out of my workplace, right? And I kept thinking that was going to happen. I spent two weeks just thinking this person was going to be outside. And after I blocked him, I felt so bad. I felt so, so, so bad. And it was because everything that he done, that too much too soon... Basically, he was displaying everything that I keep hidden. 
like the stuff that I want to do but in my head I'm like mm, maybe that's too much maybe you shouldn't be doing that and I would hold back on doing those things he was actually doing them and to see it in action it was mind-blowing like it was mind-blowing this is the first time in my life where I felt like I had dated somebody and completely understood all of their actions and understood where they were coming from I guess I normally fall into that, you know, anxious avoidant situation, whatever. But to have an anxious and an anxious and to see this person and see how he's acting and to fully completely understand what he's doing it, but still feel like it's too much for me and still not even be able to tell him this. It blew me away and I felt so bad because it was like I was blocking myself. It was like I ghosted myself and I got it, but I just did not know how to deal with it. I really just didn't know how to deal with it. And to this day, like that was probably, I don't know what, two years ago now, over two years ago now, every so often, especially considering the type of content that I post on TikTok and stuff, just, you know, dating, I always think back to him and I always wonder like, how is he? Is he okay? I mean, I don't think I scarred him for life or anything, but he does come to my mind because if I could do anything differently in terms of dating, I would go back into that situation and I would have just handled it way differently. And I'm sure that I've ghosted other people before, but I think he, why he, this situation sort of stands out to me the most is because number one, it felt like I was ghosting myself, like I say it. And number two, I was at the place where I had the self-awareness and I'm mindful of what I'm doing and why it's wrong, but I just couldn't stop myself from doing it. So with him in particular, I do always, not always, but you know, every now and then he crosses my mind and it's just like, oh, I wish I could, you know, handle that differently. Like if we did cross paths somewhere at some point in life, I probably would apologize to him. I think I would apologize because I understand it and I know it was wrong and I know that he was well-intentioned and... I just carry all the blame for that. But you guys, I, I didn't know. Like it was it was just too much for me. And literally everything that I would have done but suppress, he was just doing it. And I'm like, what the hell? Like even the thing where I blocked him and he just popped up from different accounts. I I've wanted to do that. Because you know how it goes if you got ghosted and you start saying in your head, well maybe they didn't ghost me, maybe they got they lost my number. Maybe Maybe he lost my phone. Maybe I should send him a message in case he's lost my... Like, you go down that train of thought and it's like, uh-uh, sis, you got ghosted. That's what it is. <laughs> he didn't lose your number, sis. You just got ghosted. Don't send that message. I've been able to talk myself from doing that, talk myself out of doing that, but he couldn't, right? He just kept sending more messages. Anyway, that was that, right? That was That was two years ago. Fast forward to like early part of last year last year summer like early part of last year summer um now I'm in a better headspace I'm worked on my communication I'm better at communicating I'm better at setting boundaries I have better self-awareness I am better at picking up on red flags in other people and overall I'm just in a much better space and I briefly was seeing this person who I met on hinge yeah, Madame Monhinge. All these dating that man. Anyway, so we um we didn't see each other that many times, to be honest. But he was quite a clingy person as well. And I recognized sort of those 
red flags, no boundary things with him, within him. But the difference was, now that I can see how he was, I'm aware of it. I'm not ignoring it, number one. And I'm dealing with it better, right? And I'm telling him, you know what, I don't like when you do this. I need you to stop doing this. And he wasn't really getting it at first. Like, I feel like he would say that he was listening to me, but then he would still just sort of fall back into his um, habits of being too clingy and being a bit too much. But I'm mindful of this, right? I know it's not easy for people to just hear something once and and just take that on and just change right away. So I am giving him space to be imperfect and I am allowing him to, to fall back into his you know, low boundary bad habit ways. And I'm still just telling them, hey, I'm not okay with this. Now, I still do think you, you've got to draw a line somewhere. So I did. I had to draw a line with him. I had to block him, right? And after I blocked him, I think I blocked him on WhatsApp and then he popped up in my messages. He'd sent me a, a text message. Because uh, <laughs> I didn't think to block him on there. But he sends me a message and he's just like, tell me what I did wrong type of thing. So I've explained to him again, no, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, this is the last time I'm going to say it to you. And I just outlined for him and I said, you know, I think it's a bit much what you're doing, right? I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I'm like, I think it's a bit much. I've already told you repeatedly that I need you to stop doing this and you're not listening to me. And, you know, that's why I ended it with you. Because before I blocked him, I did tell him, I said, look, this isn't going to work. I didn't just block him. I did you know, explicitly tell him this isn't working for me anymore. Um, but after he started messaging me, I'm sorry, after he sent me that text message, uh, we did start, I guess, start back up, right? Um, and then he apologized and yeah, I, I, I guess I said, okay, I'll give him another chance because again, I'm being mindful of it, right? I'm not gonna stick around much longer, but I was trying to be mindful for him. He, he didn't get it, you guys. He didn't fucking get it. And I thought, you know what? I've done enough. Like I've done all I can do. Um, but he was just really clingy and he was one of those people who were, um, like anytime he senses any upset with me, if he thinks I'm upset, he is, he comes on strong. What did I do? What's wrong? To like constantly on you, on you. And it's nice that somebody, you know, wants to take action and, and correct things if they've made a mistake. But it was annoying because there were times where I've told him, like, I'm not mad at you. But he's constantly asking me still a thousand times, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Well, I already told you nothing is wrong. But you keep asking me and now we have a problem. This is the problem. The problem is you are making me mad because you keep asking me what's wrong after I've already told you nothing is wrong. So I guess the best way to describe him is that anytime he got any sense of pull away or disconnect or discontent within within the, between the two of us, then that sends him into panic and he needs to know what's wrong. And again, I get that. I completely get it because that's been me as well. I will ask you a hundred times, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Anytime I send something's wrong because I need you to tell me what's wrong so I can fix it so you don't leave me. And I saw that within him, I understood it, I accepted it, I gave him space, I gave him multiple times, and he just still was not getting it. No, I need to set the boundary and I need to cut this off. And that's what I done. So I always say that not everything is about you. And I think that these two examples I give prove that, right? Because mind you, 
In the first example I gave, yes, he was doing too much. Yes, it made me uncomfortable. However, had I been better equipped and more emotionally um, secure and I guess um, emotionally mature, I could have easily said to him, hey, you know what? I do want to continue getting to know you, but I think that you're moving too fast. So I think I need a bit more space or I could have just communicated whatever it was I felt that I needed from him. But because I wasn't that person, I I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And I just ended up ghosting him, right? Not because of him. He didn't deserve to be ghosted. Not at all. Not at all. And like I said already, I do feel bad about it. I take it back if I... Like I just lacked that emotional maturity to have that conversation with him. But fast forward... You know, somebody else gets new and improved me and I can recognize that this person is now being too much for me. They're now, you know, doing things that I don't like. And I'm now in a place where I can say, hey, you know, I don't like this. I need you to stop doing this. And everything was fine. Well, it would have been fine, right? Had he been able to receive the information, everything would have been fine. Um, but Now, both of those um, situations, those, those dating experiences, both of those were very shortly of... The first one was, what, two weeks? And then the second one, um, I think we had like a good month. And then after that, it's just like, okay, look, this is this has got to go. So they were both very shortly. With that second person, though, I think I probably could have given him more time if I wasn't already at the point where I was starting to feel like, you know what, I don't think I want to be dating right now. Unfortunately for him, he met me right when I was on that cusp where I'm like, okay, I think I'm tapped out. I need to just stop and take a step back. Because with time, hopefully, he would have eventually actually take heed to what I said. And, you know, my, I guess, more secure tendencies would have rubbed off on him some. Like, similar to what happened to me in what I talked about in the last episode, right? I could have given him that space to do that, but I, I just wasn't ready to go there with him it was just not worth it to me I did not see any long-term future with us so I just thought you know what it, it, what's the point in this so the moral of the story is do not be like me do not think that you and another anxiously attached person are going to be a match made in heaven that is not what you need at all what you need to do is just find somebody who is emotionally available or somebody who is emotionally um mature and that person, that's who you need to go with, right? It's no guarantees that you'll have a happy, long-lasting relationship. However, you'll have a higher chance because they can give you that space that you need to grow. And they will understand that you've got your shit that you, you need to work through. And they, they can support you with that. In the next episode, we'll be talking about ghosting. I always got a lot of questions and comments about ghosting in my private Facebook group. A lot of the entry questions are people saying they don't know how to deal with ghosting. So let's talk about ghosting next time. Um, yeah, I think that should be a good episode. And thank you guys for listening. As I always tell you, if you can't do anything else today, make sure you be kind to yourself.